Hey guys, today we're going to be talking about World Warren's podcast, and we will be discussing Omaha Beach. So, let's all say what we have to say. So, first thing I would actually like to say is, uh, I think the worst thing on Omaha was definitely the landing crafts. What do you think? Yeah, yes. When when that ramp went down, there was no... that get- Gave away their only protection. They were told not to jump over the sides, but they kind of had to. Yeah, if they didn't jump over the sides, it was like shooting fish in a barrel, so you're kind of fucked. Uh, yeah, I like, I like how the helmet looks on you, Phoenix. looks real great. Thank you. Honestly, like... I, w- I bet you wish you had that. I just got it polished for you, actually. I would like to you just, say boy, something now. get out of here. Okay. Um, we're going to go into the German perspective of the man who gunned down all of the people with the MG42. Well, what we can say is, uh, the best thing about the MG42 is that the barrels be switched in, like, 10 seconds, because, like, all you had to do was snap the barrel, pull it out, put a new one in, and you're finished. Well, it was also considerably light compared to all the other ones. It was actually, it was up there with the bar. Didn't the, didn't it weigh, like, 25 pounds? Yeah, it weighed 25 pounds, the MG42. Yeah, it was actually, it weighed, like, over 11 pounds. No, no, it was actually really light. Compared to like all Still the other 25 ones. pounds, that's quite a lot. Imagine going on a march with a MG42 over your shoulder. 25 pounds for like a hey like, couple hours. It's better than um, other stuff. And yeah. anyways, we're going to talk about <laughs> the man. A <laughs> we're going to talk about the man that was there gunning down all the people with the MG42. He shot so many bullets that he had to use tracer rounds. That is how he was spotted by the ships, which then targeted him. Almost everyone died on his, um... I mean, yeah, tracer rounds, they were, uh... They were only really used for, like, such as tanks, because they would already be, this, like, found. And then they'd just shoot tracers so they knew where they were shooting. That's the only reason they had tracers, but... No, it was meant for the... Yeah. It was meant for the anti-air guns, but he ran out of ammo, so he needed no, to they, use No, they tracer use tracers on tanks, too. Yeah, but if the, as soon as you start using tracers, that's when it's over, because then they immediately can see the bullets so clearly. Everyone in his platoon died except him and another person. When he was walking back, the other man was shot in the forehead, and he had to, and he made it to the back, his the secondary base. Then he was shot and captured. No. It's good. It's still going. Yeah. Then he was captured by the Americans and sent to a hard labor camp. God, you like? Can you get like a bit more enthusiasm in your voice? <laughs> Jeez, then man. he was sent to. <laughs> then a he was sent to a labor camp. So then he was then he sent. Died. Actually, he was sent to a hard labor camp. Like you have to get more. Yeah. Actually, come he was on, sent. Come on, come on, okay. Come on, he was sent to a hard labor camp, where he then met. Like have enthusiasm in your voice. Like mean what you're talking. After he retired from the army, later he found a person that he shot three times in the chest with his MG42. They later made a close bond. Yeah, it's actually crazy to think about. The most crazy thing is, uh, people that like the people that were fighting on like Omaha, like nor- like just all over Normandy, like all over Normandy Beach. Funniest thing is that some people like like some people have actually met up with a German and like Americans. They've met up from the beach, and the funniest thing is that they actually become friends and they talk to each other because they they've been through a lot together. You know what like they because no like they haven't been through a lot together. They've been through a lot like of the same sequence because like. You know, they're both on the same beach, and they're both getting a heavy fire on them, so they can relate to quite a lot of things, and they were both in the war. This man was considered a hero for Germany, but he found himself as a villain. He hated himself and contemplated suicide a lot. I mean, yeah, you have to, like, think about it. Like, after you just killed so many people, 
It said like, that oh, so killed- many of them like were just good. Like you were just gunning them down, and you were told to do that. But afterwards, you feel the effects of killing so many people. Because like when you were in that MG forty two, when they were coming out of those landing crafts, like how many people do you think were in each landing craft? Oh, like, it said that he had killed over a thousand people. I mean, it's all unconfirmed kills because they don't record the kills. I mean, that wouldn't make too much sense though, because uh, on each beach. Like, cause like all over Normandy, I'm pretty sure, uh, from what I remember, I'm pretty sure there was 14,000 deaths, including, uh, the airborne, like, you know, like, yeah, airborne. So, but, so I'm thinking, uh, like not a single soldier killed a thousand. I'm thinking he, like him and his whole like platoon killed 1000. Yeah. But he did most of the killing. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. He, he must, he's probably, it was, it was a team effort because you need the reloader, the spotter. Yeah. The person that reloads and then the person that changes the barrel, the spotter. Like people, like you need a bunch of people to do this. And then, and then you have the two people on the sides, and that that was all the people. There was only two people on the sides with um the rifles. That beach barely had anyone. He barely had anyone there with him. He was sent there after dis. Yeah, but there's remember there's multiple people using the MGs forty twos. There was like at least two people per bunker using an MG forty two. Yeah, but the reason that he was there was actually because in the Battle of the Bulge. He was, um, he was not following his officer's orders, and he was brutally punished until Cheese wedge, death. cheese wedge, cheese wedge. You do know the Battle of the Bulge is after the landings, mm-hmm. right? Way, well, it was, it way. Was in the Eastern Front, sorry. W- yeah, like, and there's nothing called the Battle of the Bulge in the Eastern Front, cheese wedge, I'm sorry oh. to say. Yeah, the Battle of the Bulge is after they landed, uh, they were moving into France, and they, they had a cold winter, and it was basically a complete stalemate, and they were battling over this one part of land. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was ba- it was like it was like a really brutal time since the cold had gotten to a lot of them. Yeah. So he was punished for not following orders and had to serve over 3 weeks in a hospital when he was demoted to private and deployed to Omaha Beach to Yeah, on the Western Front. So he originally fought on the Eastern he got himself into some trouble, had to work in a hospital for three weeks. Didn't have to work in a hospital. He was in the hospital because he was do, he was forced to do really hard labor. Okay, so he's, he was put into a hospital because he was injured. And then uh, then he was put on the Western Front. Yeah. And then uh, and then he did all that. Okay, so now, now, now the story's starting to make more sense. Okay, so the, he didn't fight in the Battle of the Bulge yet, though. That's pretty obvious. No. Battle he, of Bulge was way after that. You know, actually, most Germans on, on the beaches were uh, captured. Most of them. He was. Yeah. It, it, it makes he sense. Was, Why? Because, he was like, sent to, um, I think it was Wisconsin, U.S., and then oh, sent to another labor camp there uh, in, uh, what was it called? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, but, so speaking of which, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about the fortifications on the beach and how the soldiers uh, used them. So basically... As soon as that ramp dropped, you were screwed. That was your only cover. So they jump over the sides, they try to progress, and then there was the complete, just like, there was the hedgehogs, there was the giant, like, logs trying to stop the landing craft. Sometimes they strap mines to the end of the logs, so that if you, uh, if you hit, if the landing craft hit the log, it could, you know, explode. Yeah. But basically, that was all their defense. Because, like, there was just this, like, long wall of hedgehogs and all that, right? As soon as you got past those hedgehogs, it was just open beach. And then you were screwed. Yeah. You had to have high covering fire. You have to wait till they were reloading, or else you'd immediately be gunned down. And you'd have to push forward, use the Bangalore, get through that. Uh, that that was called the seawall. It was just complete barbed wire along the along the beaches. And also another thing is mines. In that open area, there were so many mines, 
that's that was a big problem too. A way they took and afterwards cover. afterwards what they did actually for mines is they detect them and they'd get these little orange flags and stick them where the mines were, and then that would tell you where the, some of the mines were and they'd completely box off those areas most of the time. Another... Uh, actually, we should, no, we should bro, we should let uh, Phoenix talk about some stuff. Let, do you want to? I have nothing to talk about. Oh yeah, I you mean, don't. I have okay. a question for you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can ask us questions like we're the people that know a lot. Okay, so what do you think is the saddest? Okay. Um. What was your name? Okay, Dunker, the the okay. pilots, the oh, pilots oh, at that's Dunker. That, save that for another. Save that for another podcast, please. Okay. Okay. This yeah. is this is specifically the Omaha Beach landings. Okay, okay. Well, like first things first. Uh, like, I want. Geez, to- the amount of deaths on like if we're talking about Omaha Beach, it was the worst beach. Like everyone, like it was the it was the least less successful beach. If you actually uh, look at the maps and how far they progressed, Juno progressed the farthest. Farthest, the Canadian beach. Uh, that that's why Canadians get pra- like you're getting praised because well you know we we did pretty good on those beaches. But now if we're talking about Omaha, that was one of the absolute most brutal beaches. Like it was just like absolutely terrible. First wave completely wiped out. They were completely done for. It was completely screwed. Like they were just gone. Like like first wave complete wiped out. Then they sent the second wave, which did eventually make it through, but it was at quite the cost, and it was one. Of the, it was definitely the. It was the biggest. No, it wasn't it. The biggest aquatic. Like what did they call it? When you land on the beach with. What do you call that? Aqueous solution. I don't know. <laughs> well, there was. Ba- it was. Ba- it was the biggest. Like you know, forced to land on beaches and progress through. Can it we take the- a minute to discuss? Can I take a minute to discuss? The stuff they used for cover, because they had the. Yeah, they used hedgehogs for cover. But that was the. They, yeah. they, when they deploy tanks, and all they soldiers would usually try to move up with the tank. And since there was a lot of artillery at the beach, they would hide in the crater shells. But some couldn't get out because it w- was yeah, because they'd get shut down. Yeah, they yeah. were just stuck in actually, there. Actually, another thing is, uh, you know, like, like so many tanks that were deployed in the ocean never made it to shore. Like so many of them. I don't think tanks are supposed to work in water. No, because they had there was they were floating, right? <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. They, they were they 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 were. They were like, on. These, the, they they had, had like yeah. specific landing crafts. Yeah, they had specific land. Like they had like I'm pretty sure like I don't remember exactly what they had in the tanks, but it made them float. But thing was, a lot of tanks sank because of the high tides. A lot of them. It was like it, they have like you have no idea. Some people would be jumping off the landing craft into like like overhead deep water. Like it was so deep, and they they even say the water was stained red that day. Because of all the people that died. Okay, that concludes our podcast. Our next podcast will be about the Japanese, the Americans trying to land on all the Japanese islands and oh, that. Okay. Well, it was good. Oh, well, it was, uh, okay, so that is the end of the Crown Man podcast, and I uh, hope you guys had a great time listening. That actually starts the uh, first episode of season two. So, yeah. Thank you for listening.